Hi, friends. Welcome to the Revenue Real Hotline, where twice a week we'll bring you conversations designed to help you make better decisions and find more joy while selling. I'm Amy Rahovchek, and I'll be your guide. Let's go. Okay. So now Media Labs, now I want to talk shop. Like, what are you doing for your customers? Like, how are you innovating on content at this level? And then what made you decide to do the show? And I asked that because I didn't realize that you were still selling too. And it's, I respect it. I respect it so much. And so like all of those things, but tell me about Media Lab. Yeah. So at the core of it, we're a technology company that works with 3D content. Okay. So if you think of like a furniture company, if you look at a sofa. Oh, where you take the picture and then it like, oh, okay. So think of like a living room scene with sofa, the end tables, all that sort of stuff. Right, right, right. Literally put all the products into one space, take camera and take pictures of it, or we can create all that in 3D space. So we can create each and every one of those products in a 3D model, make different colors, changes, all that stuff. And it's a lot easier to make those changes instead of going, oh, fuck, I got to move that sofa. I got to move this. I got to do that and reshoot something. So we work with companies to be able to help them actually step from photography into 3D, which ultimately helps you step from static into interactive and animated and deeper tech. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So next time you're talking to one of your prospects, let them know that like, I don't buy furniture anymore unless they have the 3D option because I'm so spoiled now. And so whether it's on Amazon or on house or like any of those, I'm not going to buy your product if I cannot envision it in my space, which is damn true. Why is that? Why is that? There's more certainty for me around the purchase, right? Because I can envision it in my space, right? Now I know what it feels like to have that level of certainty around my purchase decision. And so it's like the red pill, like how am I supposed to go back? That's a big piece of it, I think too. And plus it's cool. Oh my God, absolutely. But I say that to people all the time, like, look, let's be honest here. We work in geeky technology. We're talking (laughs) about 3D computer graphics, hyper photo real. But if it doesn't solve a problem, then it doesn't fucking matter. Like it's just art, Mm -hmm. but we have to solve problems. So I think one of the things sales wise that a lot of people, seasoned salespeople are able to get to quicker is what's the problem? What's the actual problem? And do we have the things that we can help with that? Or do we at least have the resources that can be able to do these things to help you with that problem? One of my favorite books that I read last year was called What's Your Problem? Most people don't truly understand the nature of the problems that they're solving for, right? And so uh, the book is exceptional. I highly encourage everybody to check it out if this is your thing. But listeners, I couldn't agree more with what Nick said. There are three types of problems, people problems, process problems, and technology problems. And I'll give you one guess about which one is the easiest to solve. It's the technology right? Nick said that he found process in early 30s. That also aligns with me. So process is, is tricky, right? For a bunch of reasons. And yet what's even trickier than the process problems are the people problems or the human problems. And so the, our easy button brains like to kind of just meander towards the technology problems. But to Nick's beautiful point, more often than not, they end up being symptoms and or just like a distraction. But this is why we have yeah. so much buyer's remorse out there right now. Yeah. And I think we got to understand if you, at the core of it, it's people. Yeah. <laughs> These are people. Right. No matter process, no matter tech, no matter product, no matter nothing, it's people. The people that are trying to solve the problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why they're talking to you. Yeah. They're like, I need this thing, I think, to yeah. solve this problem that I yeah. think yeah. is the actual problem. So sometimes, like, think about it. If you get somebody to the point where you go, hey, is it really this or this? And they go, oh, it's this thing. And you go, beautiful. Well, I have a solve for that. Are you in? If you do that job well enough, you get to the point throughout all that conversation, you understand that's the thing. And they go, oh, yeah, I'm totally in. You have nothing else to worry about. You yeah. shouldn't have to sell on calls with this. <laughs> it's a matter of leading them to the point where you go, look, are we able to work together? And can I help or not? Man, I love it. I love it. It's just like no need to overcomplicate it, Nick. Simplicity is a beautiful thing. One of the themes that I've been dancing around, and I'm sad that I'm going to drop this on you because I almost want to get like your thoughts on it in a sentence. I've been playing around in my head and on some of the episodes with the theme of feeling trapped as an AE and how that kind of relates. And so you've got everybody in your ear saying like, well, where else can you go that you're going to make all this money? And I, at least I don't want to speak for you, but I knew from a very early age, I didn't want to be a sales manager, definitely not in tech sales that just like treats people really poorly as far as I'm concerned. And so like that wasn't an option. But what's been your experience on that front? Like, where does that fit into your story? Just feeling trapped. I've been in a cage before. Yeah. I built my own fucking cage. Yeah. Well, I got out of the sad. corporate cage. Well, damn and then sad. built my own ca cage and sat there and thought, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of the thing that I built? And sometimes you got to be aware enough to go, you just need to pull yourself out of it. Right. Not to say you need to pull yourself out of your business or your marriage or whatever. Yeah, but I've also done those things because they needed to happen. So I think you need to be aware enough that whatever cage you're in, it is honestly the cage that you've built. I built mine figuratively and physically and all of those things, but it was also just in my own head. If you don't like where you're at, fucking get out. If you think I can't make money somewhere else and figure it the fuck out, what do you actually need? Yeah. What do you want? I think of, I've said this on my show a couple of times, there's a level of aggravation. And I don't know if it's just me or as I get older, but I think like, how much fucking ag do I want to deal with? And typically, that's pretty low amount that I'm okay to deal with. Yeah. Because outside of that, it's unnecessary. You're like, there's just no point to that. Wow. Like, I've been pondering about this one for fucking weeks, and you just like mm. took a scalpel to it with a sentence. God damn, that was good. That was good, Nick. Okay, what's the most uncomfortable conversation that you've ever had to have in a revenue context? Like, tell us the story. The most uncomfortable one. And we're talking buyer, prospect, client, boss, you know, direct report, hell, spouse, right? There's a lot of uncomfortable conversations around the job, you know, if we were really honest yeah. about it. I had mentioned it earlier when I had said, all right, well, I now no longer have a job. We just got married. I think I'm going to go full time with the company that your parents and I started to my wife at the time. Mm -hmm. goes, well, you haven't made a fucking sale in a year. So what makes this any different? I could feel all of the air, all the energy, everything come out of my body. And I was like, oh, shit. And she was 100% right. And that sucked because my brand new wife who just told me, I love you. I do. I'm going to miss you for the rest something. of my life. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit. How am I going to do this? What do I do? I am now in a spot where I have no money. I have no idea what to do. And I have to sell myself and figure this whole idea out. So that was a big thing that happened. But then there are other things that happen along the course of just building a business. Anybody who's built their own business and had to go out in guerrilla marketing style, networking meetings, all of that sort of shit. I've had so many awkward conversations with mm -hmm. people, especially figuring yourself out at first where you're mm -hmm. like, all right, I do this sort of thing, kind of, maybe at times. Like if you're plus <laughs> it's like five you know? sentences to describe like one thing because yeah. you clearly aren't there yet. Wow. It's figured out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So one piece of advice about uncomfortable conversations. Be real with yourself. 
get real with yourself, be honest with yourself. And then you can actually be real and honest with somebody else. A lot of people put a mask on and then they start to have these conversations with people. Fix your own fucking self first before you have those conversations with those people. Oh, man, Nick, this is a bit like, wow. I feel like I should hand you like mock microphone so you could do a mic drop. It. Okay. Wow. Wow. How can people find you? Oh, obviously the show. Yeah, the show. Yeah. Listen well, to Nick's show. The show. So yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. touch on that real quick. Yeah, please. I'd, I'd started the show because I'd started coaching a number of years ago, just kind of pro bono and like helping friends and, you know, people as I got into conversations. Mm -hmm. But the podcast had been something that kept coming up for years and years. So again, it was one of those things. I built this cage where I was like, I do these things, but not these other things. And the podcast is something that I finally said, I'm going to take a step out. I'm going to do it. And it's been beautiful. Isn't it incredible? All of it has been beautiful. Isn't it incredible? The of learning and connections and all of the things. So I think with that, just got to step out and just keep walking. Sometimes people will think that oh, I have so much shit that needs to happen down the road. But no, what's the thing that you just need to do right now? Not to go on a bit of a tangent, but you already said it's all right. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a partner that's a vendor for it. We were mm -hmm. talking the other day about something. He was like, oh my God, I can cast vision. So I think I casted my vision too much where this guy's like, holy shit, there's like all this stuff that's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. Oh my God. It's like, what's happening right now is this much where your brain is. You're looking at this crazy amount that's got to happen in a small amount of time. I need you to do this little bit and just take this one little next step. Can you do that? And he was like, yeah. It's like, beautiful. Then calm the fuck down, have a beer, you know, enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah. So I took that step with the podcast and that's where you can find me. So the mindset and self mastery show, go to the mindset and self mastery show.com. The episodes come out every Thursday morning at five 30. Okay. Uh, as you noted, I put out my first solo episode and it's pretty raw and vulnerable and honest. That's awesome, Nick. And I, it's hard to explain to people how much and how rapidly podcasting does change you because yeah. it's, yeah. I've never had any experience like this and I'm with you. Like it was a while in the making, but it got to a point for me personally where I could not look myself in the mirror any longer. But you All took right. that action. So you'd mentioned it a couple of times, even mm -hmm. with like therapy and stuff like that. When you'd asked me earlier, did you do mm -hmm. it all on your own or did you get therapy? I was doing it on my own because there were certain pieces of me that was afraid to take that step. Mm -hmm. Podcast, therapy, talking to somebody, just literally take that next step. Everybody has to go through things. But if you put yourself into new opportunities, you're going to experience things. Sit on your ass on the couch all day long. You're not going to experience things. But if you start to go out and just step out and try these different things, I mean, that's how I know the things that I know now because I fucked up so many times. I was like, <laughs> note to self. That's Don't weird. do that again. Yeah. Note to self. That worked. That you didn't. Know? And just yeah. being like, all right, cool. Yay. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. Okay, here's how we're going to end it. Listeners, you will never feel yourself into a different way of acting. Mm -hmm. Act first and better feelings come. So if you're waiting to feel like taking that first step, you're going to be waiting for a very long time. But if you hold your nose in Indiana Jones style it, <laughs> you're going to have much better success. All right, Nick McGowan, this is great. This is great. I I, we need to be friends. I think I'm going to follow up afterwards and we'll just do like a regular conversation because I, I need to learn more about this media lab stuff. And I, Game. I want to, I got to connect you with my sister who's a hysterical, she's a stand-up comedian too, by the way. So it's Beautiful. Like, <laughs> what a good company. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, she's amusing. You guys are the kindred spirits. I can tell already. All right, Nick, thank you for making time for us today. I appreciate you, you, new friend. All right, listeners and you too. Truth, love, enjoy all and happy selling. 
All right, all. That wraps another installment of Revenue Real Hotline. Today's episode was produced by the fabulous Nian Fiedler. Naturally, I'd like to thank my guests for sharing their brilliance and stories with us. And thank you too, listener. I know you've got a ton of options and I appreciate you choosing us. For anyone who wants to support the show, do follow us wherever you listen and be sure to join us next time for more conversations designed to help you make better decisions and find more joy while selling. I'm Amy Rahovchik and that's a wrap. <laughs>